Let's face it, we frontliners see the absolute worst of humanity more than we may like, definitely a lot more than the general population. And while I can certainly appreciate heading to the local, off-shift friendly drinking establishment after a particularly difficult night, I'd much rather cope with finding whatever humor I can in a bad situation. Trust me, it's better than having to call my adult daughter to pick me up from a bar at 9 o'clock in the morning because I can't, uh, find my keys. My name is Jennifer Cosgrove, and I've been a night shift nurse for close to two decades. I created Overnight Observations to not just celebrate and share the often extremely dark sense of humor many of us possess, but to really dig in and chat about how allowing ourselves to find levity in serious situations not only helps us cope in the moment, it's also been scientifically proven to be beneficial to our overall mental health and physical well-being. So grab a cup of lukewarm coffee and a cold slice of pizza, sit back and relax, but not too much, you'll get us all in trouble, and just observe. Hey everyone, welcome back to Overnight Observations, Diary of a Night Shift Nurse. Jen here, how are you? By the time this airs, it's going to be officially autumn. I'm so excited. It's my favorite time of year. Not just because of the nice little chill in the air that helps you sleep at night a little bit better. Hey, Halloween. Every day is Halloween in my house. If you know me, you know that to be true. And of course, along with autumn and the change of season, we're going to start hearing more about maybe I don't I don't even know anymore about flu season. Generally, this is the time of year that the flu campaigns go out, the flu shot campaigns start. With everything else going on, it's <laughs> poor flu season has been kind of shoved into the background, hasn't it? You you never heard of anybody getting the flu last year. Along with that, not just flu season, but with everything else that's going on out there, I thought I'd do a little public service announcement and a little bit of history. On hand washing, yes, something is a lot of us think of as a simple act. Apparently, it's not like that everywhere else. I've been noticing a lack of hand washing lately. I think maybe seven out of the past 10 times or so that I've been out and running to Walmart or Target or even running into a restaurant real quick, the person in the stall next to me will do their business. Not that I'm listening or anything. I'm not that weird. But they'll do their thing. They'll flush. And rather than walk to the sink, they walk out the door. So I, I really haven't heard that addressed on anything, on the news and in social media. And it's it's kind of like, okay, okay, what the hell? Okay. And it's not just little kids I'm talking about. It's big people. It's people who should know better, who should have been raised to know that at least when you're done in the bathroom, you wash your hands before you carry on. And that's not happening. People are wondering why certain things aren't easing up. I really think that, that could have something to do with it. Call me crazy. But I'll tell you, I'll, let me explain Let me explain my crazy. Okay, I've talked about my parents before. Washing your hands was one of my mother's pet peeves. Whenever I or any one of my friends would walk into my house after school, the first thing she'd say, wash your hands and go to the bathroom. Automatic. Automatic. I, I had some friends in high school that would come over and, of course, she would say, wash your hands, go to the bathroom. They ended up forming a punk rock band and writing a song. I think it was called Joni's Song or Ode to Joni or, or something. Joni's theme. I have no idea. But the chorus was, wash your hands, go to the bathroom. 
and it was loud and it was obnoxious. And I don't know if that had any bearing as to how they thought of my mom, but it was hysterical. And and she thought it was great, but she's like, yeah, yeah, I hope it's a big, big hit because people need to realize they need to wash their hands and that's the, that's going to stop germs. And I grew up in the 1930s and 40s. She was born in 1920. I was born in the 1930s and 40s. And that was when we had vegetable carts with horses. And if a cabbage fell off the cart and fell into a whole bunch of horse pee, it the guy would pick it up and throw it right back on the cart to be sold to the next person. Oh, my God. Some of the ways she would describe things about growing up, I mean, we don't have that excitement anymore about produce falling off the horse cart and landing in a puddle. This is Nursing 101, too. Remember my nursing school anxiety dream about washing my hands and sterile gloving? Okay, this is basic hygiene. It's Nursing 101. It prevents infections. Now, I'm going to prove that to you. You probably heard it. I mean, most of you, if you're in any kind of medical field or anything else, you know that keeping your hands clean is huge. And I'm going to tell you why. How was it discovered that hand washing was going to be that big a deal? Let me explain. In 1846, a Hungarian doctor named Ignaz Semmelweis was practicing medicine in Vienna. And he started to notice that women who gave birth with doctors and intern run wards were more likely to develop a fever and die after birth versus midwife run wards and midwife assisted births. So he kind of started to wonder, well, what's, what's up with that? So he started checking into it and he found that the doctors tended to go to the maternity ward after they were finished performing autopsies. Yeah, and he theorized that, quote, cadaverous particles, unquote, on the hands of doctors were passed from the cadaver to the mother who was giving birth. And he thought of that because midwives didn't perform autopsies. So they were never exposed to anything like that. So he, it was some sort of exposure that he figured was doing all of this. So he started a mandate. He wanted the doctors' <laughs> mandates. We know about those, don't we? He had all the doctors scrubbing in between the autopsy room and the birthing room with chlorine. He found that the maternal death rate fell dramatically, even though the doctors he was telling to do this really didn't like it because they felt that they were being blamed for killing people when, in fact, there was a difference. More women were surviving. It didn't really last that long. A few years later, in Scuteri, Italy, during the Crimean War, Infections were thought to be caused by miasmas. Foul odors, they thought, caused infections like the Black Death, cholera. And these fumes, essentially, would be emanating from rotting organic matter. And something about that is what would cause infections and death and all of that other good stuff. So leave it to our friend Florence Nightingale to kind of think, well, wait a minute, this is this is kind of strange. So let's start washing our hands. Let's start practicing better hygiene. And there was, again, a decrease in infections. And she's even quoted as saying, every nurse ought to be careful to wash her hands very frequently during the day. If her face too, so much the better. As an aside, London's St. Thomas Hospital has been running an exhibit on Florence Nightingale. I believe it's starting at the 2019 or 2020, just on her life and pictures and some of her notes, all kinds of things like that, just talking about Florence Nightingale and her impact on nursing and health. And there's a little, kind of a little creepy, weird, odd thing that they were advertising. Uh, you could smell her perfume if you wanted to. 
little bit weird, but A, whatever floats it for you, right? And you would think that from the time of Florence Nightingale right up until the present that hand washing was going to be a thing and everyone would believe it and do it. And apparently it took until the 1980s to really, really catch on. There was an increase in foodborne illnesses, uh, salmonella with your chicken, anybody, and hospital and healthcare-associated infections were on the rise as well. So hand hygiene was identified by the CDC as one of the most important ways to prevent the spread of infection. And hey, why not? Let's go over the steps. CDC has five. According to Healthline.com, there are seven. Basically, it's the same thing. They're just Healthline.com just kind of broke it down a little bit more. You wet your hands. You lather up with a good soap. A lot of it talks about liquid soap being preferable, but soap is soap. Use soap. Scrub between your fingers around the back of your hands, up to and around the wrists, saying happy birthday a couple of times while doing so. You can sing it to yourself. You can sing it out loud. I won't judge you. Whatever. Just do it. Then you rinse with running water. You dry off, and then you use the towel that you dried your hand off with to turn the water off. Simple. Okay, great. You can sing the birthday song. You can sing the ABCs twice too, I think is one of the other ways of doing it. If you're sick of all of that, you can't think of anything else, go on over to YouTube and watch the hand-washing song that was used for Australia's Global Hand-Washing Day in 2019, starring every parent's favorite band, The Wiggles. Yes, The Wiggles. Don't laugh. Don't laugh at that when I, when I say every parent's favorite band. I was waiting in line one afternoon or one morning actually to get tickets. And I don't know if it was to Rush or to Bon Jovi. It was one of the two. This was back early 2000s, I think. The Wiggles were coming to town and the tickets for the Wiggles were on sale the same day as the show that I was going to go to. And let me tell you something. When parents want to get tickets to their little kid's favorite show and someone cuts the line, unknowingly of course, but cuts the line, there was a fist fight. Honest to God, there was a fist fight in the middle of the Boston Garden ticket line. It was incredible. It was incredible. I, nuts. There were people there with strollers and it came to blows. A couple of dads got into a fist fight over freaking Wiggles tickets. I don't know if they had washed their hands before that fist fight or not, but hey, I was amused and standing waiting in line to get tickets to a show. It, it's nice to have a show while waiting to get tickets for a show, I guess is what I'm saying. So, hey, anything, anything can happen these days, ladies and gentlemen. And another fun little thing that I found, if you have an Apple Watch, a Series 4 or later has a hand-washing reminder. Yes, it does. I said, no way. You go to the Watch app on your phone, you scroll down a little bit, you'll find a little hand-washing tag. You click on that and it helps, enables you to set a timer. That will detect whenever you wash your hands, or it will remind you to do so, and it will count down the 20 seconds for you. If artificial intelligence can remind us to wash our hands, maybe we should kind of take steps to remind ourselves to wash our hands, or maybe it should be second nature at this point. It should have been one of the first things that we all learned. So, you know, keep that in mind, and just just for fun, if you're out, and about, and you use a restroom, kind of keep it in the back of your head. Hey, is this guy going to, or gal, going to wash their hands when they're done? I, I hope they do. But if they don't, you'll at least, you know, validate me a little bit that I'm not the only one that this is happening to. And let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts on the Wiggles. Why not? 
or waiting in line for tickets or let's see, what else could you, let me know, just let me know your thoughts on just about anything. It'll be fun. Overnightobservations.com or overnightobservations at gmail.com. Hope you learned something today. Hopefully things will get better and people will get better and can have a healthy, happy world for a change because change has got to come, right? Take care, stay healthy, and I will catch you on the flip side. Ciao. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Overnight Observations, Diary of a Night Shift Nurse. If you've laughed a little or a lot and learned something in the process, I've done my job. For more respectfully irreverent humor and the scientific proof that it's actually good for you, subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget that a little bit of levity goes a long way to leaving some of the darkness behind. The sun always rises. Greet it with a grin. Thanks for listening.